Sci-Fi Fans is the official podcast of science fiction author W.A. Blinko. Before today's episode, I'd just like to mention how this podcast is made. Thank you so much for listening to that short advert. It really does help this podcast. Now, without further ado, on with the show. Hi, and welcome to Sci-Fi Fans. Today I'd like to focus on the life and career of John Candy. John Candy was born on October the 31st, 1950, and tragically passed away on March the 4th, 1994. He was a Canadian actor, more known for his comedy rather than his serious roles, and he rose to fame in the 1970s. He was a member of the Toronto branch of the Second City and its Second City television series, but it is his appearances in films such as Stripes in 1981, Splash 1984, and the Disney classic called Runnings, that he is remembered for, but some of you may remember him in his role as Bath in Spaceballs in 1987. I know I certainly do. John Candy was brought up in a working class Catholic family and lived at 217 Woodfield Avenue in East York, Orentano. His mother was of Polish descent and tragically for John Candy, his father passed away at the age of 35 in 1955 because of heart disease. John was only five years old when this happened. However, uh, John Candy went on to study at the Neil McNeil Catholic High School in Toronto and initially wanted to become a football player. Unfortunately though, he suffered a knee injury preventing him from playing, so he later enrolled at the Central College and studied journalism before progressing to the McMaster's University and whilst at college, John Candy started to act. His first role came in 1971. John Candy had a small part as a Sharina in Creeps by David E. Freeman. He also guest starred on a Canadian children's series, Cucumber, and made a small uncredited appearance in Class of 44 in 1973. As with many actors, John Candy's career started off with small parts in a lot of TV shows and some films. He would get his first big break, though, in 1981, and this was in Stripes, directed by Canadian Ivan Reitman, which was one of the most successful films of the year. John Candy also provided voices for multiple characters in the animated film Heavy Metal, also released in 1981. But the one role that is considered as his breakout role was that of Tom Hanks's womanising brother in the hit romantic comedy Splash. Following on from that successful film, he signed a three-movie development and production deal with Walt Disney Pictures. He would develop and executive produce various projects. During the late 80s and early 90s, John Candy's career began to flag, and that was until 1993, where he starred in the hit comedy called Runnings about the Jamaican bobsleigh team. As an actor, John Candy has approximately 66 credits, and he also has seven credits as a writer, with five credits as a producer. John Candy has a cameo in Ray Parker Jr.'s Ghostbusters music video. He was also the co-owner of the Toronto Argonauts of the Canadian Football League. He attended the Holy Cross Catholic School right up until grade, grade 8 or 8th grade. And this is the same school attended by actress Natalie Haggish several years later, incidentally. <laughs> Not at the same time, because <laughs> that wouldn't have been possible. John Candy turned down the role of Lewis Tull in Ghostbusters. That went to Rick Moranis. John Candy had a great relationship with John Hughes and has appeared in more of John Hughes's movies than any other actor. And he has either starred in or he done cameos for them. He done cameos in seven of them, and uh, these were 
National Lampoon's Vacation, Planes, Trains and Automobiles, he co-starred with Steve Martin, The Great Outdoors from 1988, co-starring with Dan Aykroyd, and appears in a cameo in She's Having a Baby, also in 1988. He starred in Uncle Buck from 1989. He also has a brief cameo in Career Opportunities from 1991, as well as a bit part alongside best friend Catherine Hare in Home Alone. In 1985, John Candy was in line to host Saturday Night Live with Billy Crystal. There was a promo made for this, and this went out the week before it was supposed to happen. However, the reason why they never actually got to do that was due to a writer's strike, and this happened shortly after the promo had gone out. John Candy was a fan of Doctor Who, and he also played a member of the law enforcement in at least 10 of his movies. It seemed like a good idea at the time in 1975. The Clone Murders in 1976, Find the Lady in... Um, in 1976 as well, The Blues Brothers in 1980, Heavy Metal 1981, Follow That Bird in 1985, Armed and Dangerous in 1986, Only the Lonely in 1991, Nothing But Trouble also in 1991, Canadian Bacon in 1995 and he also played a renter cop in National Lampoon's Vacation in 1983 as well as a private investigator in Who's Harry Crumb from 1989. John Candy's house in Newmarket on Trailer, Ohio, and that's Canada, was just a couple of blocks away from where fellow comedian and Canadian John Kerry lived. I mentioned earlier that he turned down the role in Ghostbusters, which went to Rick Moranis, but he also turned down Wayne Selinski in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which is a part that also went to Rick Moranis. There is more to this story, though, as he turned down this role because he felt that Rick Moranis was more suited for the part. In 1998, John Candy was inducted into Canada's Walk of Fame. For his role of uh, Gas Polinsky in Home Alone in 1990, he didn't actually receive a fee for this appearance, and that was because he'd done it for free. He also appeared in The Rescuers Down Under, and that was also released on the same day as Home Alone, the 16th of November 1990. If you've seen JFK from 1991, you might think that John Candy is doing a really good performance and acting really well. The fact of the matter is he was very nervous and the sweat seen on his face is actually real because he was very scared of acting opposite serious actors such as Donald Sutherland and Gary Oldman. John Candy became friends with Macaulay Culkin and this was because they appeared together in Uncle Buck in 1989 and Home Alone in 1990. Tragically though, hopes of them performing in a third film together were ended after his death. And this is a shame because there are reports that the two of them had begun talking about making a movie together. But after years of struggling with drug addiction and other health issues, John Candy died of a heart attack on March the 4th, 1994. This was John Candy's biggest fear that he would end up like his father, who died of a heart attack 38 years earlier. John Candy was a selfless animal lover and he contributed generously to numerous charities such as Make-A-Wish Foundation and the Paediatric AIDS Foundation. He rescued animals and felt a kindship to those who couldn't change their own conditions. He was a warm and generous man, but like all of us, he had vices. If the injury that prevented him from becoming a college football player hadn't have happened, then who knows? One thing for sure though, he would not have been the comedian or the actor that we knew and grew to love. He left behind three children and his death came as a blow to anyone who knew him and was touched by his comedy. By coincidence though, 
The night before he died, John Candy reached out to several people. This included co-stars and his children. Nobody, though, at that time realised that this would be the last time they would ever hear his voice again. John Candy's legacy was built on more than just being an actor and comedian. He was one of Hollywood's good guys, the kind of actor that if you met, you just knew you'd feel welcomed by him and he would make you feel comfortable in his presence. The stardom didn't really affect him. He was a down-to-earth bloke and there will never be anyone else like John Candy. R.I.P. One heart and one. We miss you dearly. Before I go, I'd just like to mention that I have a YouTube channel, Sci-Fi Fans, and TikTok channel, Sci-Fi Fans. I also have a website where you can find out about my latest projects and more about my books, and that's wayneblinko.com, W-A-Y-N-E-B-L-I-N-K-O.com. And uh, yeah, that's just where I'm going to wrap up this episode. Thank you very much for listening, and I look forward to seeing you on the other platforms. And um, yeah, take care of yourselves. Until next week. Bye. All information in this podcast episode is researched by myself, Wayne Blinko. I use various websites such as IMDb or official websites from actors, films or film studios. Thank you very much.